We at SAFM Radio and at Mesh Constant on SAFM. Shooting the gun there. We are talking to a really interesting story. So there's something called Rock Art Research Institute at Fitz University, or RERI, as it's also known. And Mduduzi Maseko is a researcher at RERI and has been focusing on some of the rock art that can be found in Mpumalanga, which is apparently understudied, totally understudied in the country. It is a story that came out of Daily Maverick, and we want to say thanks to them for alerting us to it. Mduduzi, thank you so much for joining us. Hello, Michelle. How are you? I'm brilliant. I want to ask um, how you got uh, involved in studying archaeology, studying rock art. Apparently you were, had serious plans to study chemistry, but it sounds like <laughs> a, a real deviation for sure. Right, yeah, it is. Um, there are two very different fields. Uh, so I came across archaeology in my second year of um, studying at FITS. Uh, I actually dropped chemistry <laughs> um, and later found out that I couldn't continue without a new major. So I actually took archaeology just as a filler initially. Um, but it was later when I started learning about rock art uh, specifically that I became more interested in, in archaeology. So talk to us about what you see rock art as, and particularly in Mpumalanga, because it's interesting that, uh, you know, in the article you discuss the fact that it is one of the areas that is maybe under-researched with regards to that. Mm-hmm. Yes, so um, as compared to other parts of southern Africa, so there's a lot of rock art research that has been done at least uh, in the past 40 years in southern Africa. Uh, particularly around the Drakensberg. So if you go to any place in Drakensberg, whether hiking or whatnot, you would know that there is rock out there and it's very publicized. Mm. Whereas in Bumalanga, it's it's not really the case. There are some parts where there's a bit of rock art tourism there and there, but um, in terms of research, uh, there's very little that we know about rock art here. And that's really why I took the study in 2018. So, Mduduzi, let's talk about some of those rock art uh, works that are in Mpumalanga. Are they um, publicly available? You talk about rock art tourism. Are they publicly available or are they um, kept and protected out of the public eye? Right. So the the ones that I was working on for my master's, most of them are on private property. Um, There are a few ones that are in the public, but unfortunately they have been destroyed. Well, at least the archaeology there has been destroyed. So you find that people build churches and some of these uh, rock shelters or just make other plans that have nothing to do with uh, preserving the heritage. So that's that's another concern. but uh, there is a bit of rock art tourism. Uh, I think it needs improvement, uh, specifically fueled by research into into this area, so that even what the um, the um, tourist um, the tourist attraction uh, sites um, have that information available coming from research rather than just speculations on what the rock art really means. Apparently, a lot of these um, works are also threatened by uh, legal and illegal mining. Now, that is a huge challenge, I'm sure, for anybody who's looking to protect it. Although I imagine that uh, you can approach the legal miners uh, far more easily and and make a request that those areas are kept safe. 
Yes, uh, so, so that is one of the biggest concerns for, for Mpumalanga specifically because um, so in Hendrina, for instance, where I'm working now, uh, there, there's a lot of mines that are expanding there. It's, it is a coal uh, town, yeah. coal mining town. Um, so there are some coal mines there, um, especially close to, to the sites. But um, with legal mining, there, there are those conversations that we can have to say, listen, there's this heritage here and it's of this significance, so can we uh, work something out so that you continue with what you're doing, but we are also able to, to protect the sites from being destroyed. Whereas with illegal mining, it's a whole different issue because Absolutely. you get these guys that just camp at rocket sites and they make fires and destroy the sites. Yeah. Or yeah. I visited one where they had, uh, painted a poem on the rock face, um, completely destroying what was there. Well, it seems sad that someone wanted to be as creative as painting a poem, but, <laughs> um, you know, which in itself is wonderful, but not over a rock artwork, which just seems kind of weird. Ndudizi, yeah. um, you, you are working in this space, and I have no doubt that it offers you some seriously interesting insights not just as we look into the past, but maybe as we look into the future as well. And I wondered what those learnings could be. What do we learn from something like rock art paintings? Right, that's a, that's a very good question. Um, I suppose in the present, so what I try to achieve with, with doing this research, even though it is based on what the past was it's really correcting uh, some of the history that was written, especially around the apartheid area, where there were these misconceptions of what um, archaeological remains or heritage in South Africa really means, because the meaning of what a South African is, for instance, around that time was very different to mm-hmm. what South Africans are now. So it's more inclusive. So with me, doing research in rock art, I'm really trying to reconstruct a more inclusive history that acknowledges all people, all the indigenous people and all other people of South Africa and their histories. And so the future hopefully will be a place where people are more aware of what the true South African history is and they could learn that from um, listening to interviews like this on your show mm. and learning more about what, what the stuff really means um, instead of these uh, other misconceptions that are out there in the popular media. I mean, we, we were talking about a pre-colonial past, even before that. How old are some of these rock art paintings? Right. Uh, so dating rock art is very difficult yeah. um, in South Africa. So the only time we are able to date paintings is if they were made with um, organic materials. So that's mostly uh, black paint, which some of it includes charcoal. So you are able to date that. But with the other stuff, so for instance, the the painting that you saw in the article, they're all shades um, of red and yellow. So those you cannot date. uh, But we know, for instance, that the geometric uh, tradition of rock painting Mm. comes from... um, pre-colonial uh, header communities, um, so ancestors of the Khoi Khoi people. And we know from the archaeology that they arrived in, in Southern Africa around 2,000 years ago. So from 2,000 years ago, we know that this uh, certain tradition starts appearing in, in Southern Africa. But to date a specific site is, is um, 
very difficult. So you can just um, have a tentative day to say it's within the last 2,000 years. Jeez. And then the Hazagetera rock art, it's, mm. it's tens of thousands of years. Again, um, without exact dates, you can't really know. Uh, but we know that they were made by hunter-gatherers um, tens and thousands of years ago, or it could be just a thousand years ago, but um, it, the tradition starts from tens of thousands of years ago. You know, Mduruzi, I listen to you talk, and, and what's interesting is that we may not, in fact, be able to date, as you say, by the ochre or what was what was what it was painted with, but there is mm-hmm. the possibility of a broad dating by what is painted and you talk about the geometric um, paintings but also we know rock art paintings also to include uh, animal images and also images of humans hunting but I have seen um, I, I think it was I think it might even have been in Pumalanga it was a long time ago I saw the most uh-huh. incredible rock art of what was they called the spirit trail um, the image was vapor the, trail. the vapor trail won't you right. just explain that to our listeners um, right. So, well, that, that's a very specific site. It's it's a thing that's unique to Mpumalanga. I can't really talk much about it because there hasn't really been research done on what those specific images really mean. Mm. Uh, but uh, we know that, um, we know for certain that Hansa Keda rock art uh, was made in within the religious context. So most of these paintings are actually concepts of spirituality, sun, koisan, spirituality, uh, or religious concepts. So they speak of, in the ethnography, so coming from the clam in the, in the Northern Cape, who were interviewed in the 1800s, coming from anthropological work that was done in the Kalahari in the 60s, we know that uh, these are the religious concepts of hunter-gatherers. And often you see these concepts in the paintings. So this three-tiered cosmos um, idea is is very evident in the paintings. But again, you have to first study the ethnography, understand it, and then you'll be able to to see that in the paintings. Absolutely gorgeous. And that spirit trail when you, um, or the vapor trail, when you see it, it is the strangest thing to look. So someone is just asking... um, can we not date paintings from radioactive material um, in the paint as all radioactive material has half has a half life? I'm not sure about that. Right. Well, um, as yet, there hasn't been any research in South Africa that's been done. Um, but maybe that is a possibility, just that it hasn't been explored. I'm not sure if we can, but um, I'm, I'm not aware of any research that has been done in, in that sense. I have I have a suspicion that you're now going to go on to your PhD. Is that correct? I actually am uh, currently um, <laughs> completing my PhD. <laughs> Ndaduzi, we wish you all the very best. It sounds like you're doing an amazing, amazing job and doing some incredible research. And thank you for taking us back to a time where we can learn about um, uh, great ancestors, be they hundreds of thousands of years ago. So thank you. Thank you very much for having me. is a researcher at RARI, the Rock Art Research Institute at Fitz University. I love talking about things like that. It's fascinating.